Oh, what's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth, uplifting and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. Michelle, before we get started, can you please tell the people what they can do to help us spread this positivity? Please like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. A five-star rating with a comment will help us out so much and help us to continue to spread positive news throughout the world. We also have a Patreon where you can get an extra positive news episode and have the opportunity to help with our community drives. Check us out on Facebook at The Positive Truth to view these news stories and more. JP, what is up, my dude? This is going to be one of the best inspirational story days of all time because we've already kind of talked about what we're all talking about. Yeah, that's true. Except for me. Interesting. I had one planned. It was really good, but then I read this one today. And I gotta talk about it. I wanna go first. Oh, go ahead. Say less. Go Let ahead. me sit back. I'm ready. So, mine's about a 40 year old named Christopher Havens. He's from the United States and he's in prison in Seattle. He's been in prison for nine years for murdering someone. Whenever he was 16 years old, he dropped out of high school. He couldn't find a job that could help support him. He had a lot of family issues. He became a drug addict. And then in a drug dispute, he ended up killing someone. So when he got to jail, it's not exactly the easiest place to be, but there's also not a lot to do. So what he was like, I gotta figure something out. So whenever I get out of here in 25 years, I'll be okay. So he started in like, I never finished high school. I'm gonna go figure out how to do my GED. So he went and redid, he did, took all the little GED stuff in the little library. Mm -hmm. And he discovered a love of math. So you know how they work for pennies in American prison systems? Yes, sir. So he saved his pennies and he started buying higher math books. And the warden wouldn't let him do it. He's like, why are you buying these books? He's like, I like math. I want to get better at it. And they're like, the only way we're going to let this fly is if you teach the other inmates math classes. He was like, done. So then he ordered a calculus book. Then he ordered an advanced calculus book. Then he, took, then he passed linear algebra. And he did all of it. And all this whole time, he started teaching his, you know, inmates about math. He got so good at it that he ended up, he had no one to talk to. He got really good at it. And so he sent a letter to university, like, I have no one to talk about mathematical theory with. I'm in prison for a life sentence. I got, I think at this point he had not six, like 17, 18 years to go. Mm -hmm. And so this, this young lady named Marta Kruti saw it, and she's like, my father is a mathematics professor at Turin University, and she gave it to him. And he has a PhD in mathematics and mechanical engineering. Smart guy. And he was like, I don't care. But he read the letter, and his daughter was like, you should just send him a problem to do. So he's, he was like, all right, sent sent this guy, uh, Christopher Havens, a math problem. A few weeks later, it comes back. Now, remember, Christopher Havens is in jail. He has no mm -hmm. access to the internet. He solves this math problem on, like, in his brain, on hand. And Christopher Havens gets it back. He's like, oh, oh, wait, what? He, like, he plays with it a little bit. He puts it in a computer to check it. He's like, oh, he did it right. So this is a PhD-level math problem. He just knocked it out. So he was like, wow, this dude's pretty good. 
So he starts to talk to him about it. He's like, yeah, I'm teaching everyone math, but most of them didn't graduate high school, so it's a little different teaching algebra. And I'm like, I want like something harder. So he's like, well, you should help me with this problem. So there's an ancient Greek math mathematician named Elsid, and he had this problem he couldn't figure out. Like, couldn't figure out, like a thousand years ago. And this professor that that Christopher Havens had sent the letter to was trying to figure out too. So he was like, can you help me with this problem? Christopher Havens solved the math problem. He that, solved it? That the ancient Greek mathematician couldn't solve and that Turin was working on. He said he used continued fraction theory. So I've done all the calculuses. Well, with most math, you have a formula and you plug and you apply it. Yeah. Whenever you get to like PhD level, you just do theories and you just plug away at really hard problems. That's what he did. And he solved the problem by hand, without the internet, in a prison cell. It actually got, it got published Janu January 2020 in the Journal of Research and Number Theory. If that's I, not crazy. I feel like I just watched a movie listening to your words. <laughs> dude. I you just like describe Goodwill hunting almost. Exactly. Like man, I, in all reality, dude, that was wild. So, this this genius, <laughs> he figured out. He taught himself math in prison. And not just math. It's like, so like there's basic math, there's algebra, calculus, advanced calculus, mathematical theory. He taught himself all of it. He did the math of maths. <laughs> yeah. He did them all. He learned all the math. <laughs> this man learned. Dang. Like, to me, it's impressive. It just shows you how strong our brain is. And that's beyond inspirational, man, because he's sitting in a four walls in a cell. Like, if he's able to teach himself that, what are we doing out here? That's impressive, man. He yeah. can teach me any type of math when he gets out. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, he's also memorized the first 461 decimal digits of pi by heart. Dude, I'm glad that he's using... And he's impre impressed 14 of his fellow inmates and now just as enthused about math as he is. Oh, that's awesome. Dude, that that is... That's, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're looking for on the positive truth, JP. That is awesome, man. But so, yeah. Perfect. And so he's literally at a PhD level, math level. And people that are PhD level, math level people, they either teach in college and don't get paid a lot or they go work for banks and make all the money. So whenever he gets out in 16 years, he's going to be okay. So you said on Wednesday, rehabilitation is a lot better than uh, just incar incarceration. Here's another example. Kapow, kapow, kapow. I like this positive news story. On brand. I'm glad you said that one. That one was really good. Yeah, that, that was a nice little surprise there. Definitely one of the better positive news stories we've had in a while. I definitely love that, man. Love it. So yeah. You ready, Tim, for your inspirational stories? <laughs> well, to not top that one, dude, I actually have a really cool story about a woman, young woman, let me say, by the name of Trisha Prabhu. But I'm gonna start off by talking about the fall of 2013, and this is what started her journey. So Trisha, she was only 13 years old at the time. Um, she read some shocking news, the story of Rebecca Sedwick. Um, she committed suicide. The girl was only 12 years old, and she was being cyberbullied. Now, Trisha was shocked. A victim of cyberbullying herself, she had no idea somebody that was younger than her, how, why would she want to take her life? She just was so confused. So what she decided to do was do a little bit of research. And when she did a little bit of research, she said, you know what, there's only one solution to, there's only one solution to this problem. I'm gonna create this website called Rethink. And what Rethink does 
It detects and stops online hate at the source before the bully, bullying occurs. Before the damage is done, her globally acclaimed research has found that with Rethink, adolescents change their mind 93% of the time and decide not to post an offensive message. That's some statistics for you guys. I know Kapow, not used to that. So what she decided to do was, what this app does is when you get on and you're about to make a post, it asks you a question. Are you sure you want to post this? 93% of the time, people backed out when they did this study with 300 adolescents. I thought this was awesome in itself. But the story gets better because, again, she was only thir 13 years old when this started. Mm -hmm. Over the years, she's gotten all kind of recognition all over the world, but from CEOs to presidents because of Rethink. But that's not stopping her. Not only has she brought up Rethink, she's also talking to colleges, talking to universities, YMCAs, anybody that's willing to listen to talk about cyberbullying and what we can do as a society. She had a TED Talk that I watched. It's just 10 minutes long. I usually don't sit there and watch TED Talks because I just don't have that kind of attention span, but I was locked in. <laughs> 10 minutes is too much for me, man. <laughs> I was locked in, though, with every word she had to say. And it made me think, what is she doing now? So this inspirational young woman now is 19 years old. She's at Harvard working on her master's right oh. now, by the way, guys. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh. She's an innovator, a social, a social entrepreneur, a global advocate, and the inventor of Rethink. I thought this young woman was like a superhero, a true Wonder Woman, Supergirl, whatever you want to call it, without the cape. And she's out here changing the world for the better because we've talked about social media on here like crazy. I've talked about it multiple times this week. Social media is very, very important. We're all on it more than ever today. And whenever you have young women like this leading the way to make things a lot safer for my daughter, I feel happy, feel inspired. There's a lesson to be learned there. Think before you talk, think before you type. Think yes. before you type is a good one. I like that. That's pretty crazy. I like how it was getting a master's at 19. Like, let's it's, just throw yeah. that in at the end. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. She's doing all kind of amazing things, and I'm excited to learn more about her. But at 19 years old, her story's just getting started, man. That's awesome. She's doing something really good, too. Do sabes. Well, we have to pause before we get to Michelle's awesome inspirational story. It really is really good. We all do audio meditations where we all talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for? Man, I'm grateful for these positive news stories. I've said that multiple times. I know everybody hears it. But at the end of the day, some of these stories are just so like off the wall that it makes me rethink my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I read these stories. I'm looking for stories to talk about on here. But every now and then we come across a story like about Atricia. And I don't remember his name in there. What was that? Christopher Havens. Christopher Havens. That math story right there was like a movie. It's a TV show they should definitely make on Netflix or something one day. And I'm sure they will because it's that good of a story. Whenever I hear these stories, it, it does more for me than what you guys can really, really know. I just know my actions will speak a lot louder than my words. So I'm definitely grateful for these stories. Deep, right? That was deep. <laughs> I'm grateful for the U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> okay. I've been still mailing uh, with one of my friends. She lives in Kansas. I went to OSU with her, and I haven't gone to see her in a really long time. So we've been writing letters to each other for like a minute instead of texting, and it's a little better. Every once in a while, like if I need to talk to her, I'll text her, but I like the mailing better. Shout out to the Postal Service and postal workers. Oh. They're amazing. I haven't sent like a mailed letter since kindergarten or something. See, exactly, me either. That's why I wanted to do it again. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know when the last time I did that either was. To Santa, man. <laughs> you sent letters I, to Santa? Yeah, I don't think I ever did that. At school, they never made y'all do that. 
I didn't do it because I knew he wasn't real. <laughs> yeah, we definitely didn't do that in class either. <laughs> Somebody out there did. It's all good. <laughs> what about you? What are you good for you for? Tim. That's not like that's not that's a that's not a shot at, a yeah. shot at you. It's like good for you for having that memory. Our teacher was like, Pfft. yeah, dude, I had some dope teachers. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to everyone on the front lines of COVID-19 at the hospitals and nurses and doctors because it's still going on. It's not going away anytime soon. And we still appreciate you. Facts. Michelle, what do you have for your inspirational story? Okay, so my inspirational story is about a boy. His name is Taquarius Ware. So he's a football player now, um, but a little bit of his background before I talk about him. So at the age of four, he was caught in a fire at his house that left him severely burned and he actually lost part of his hand from that fire and lost his six-year-old sister in that fire. So at four years old, basically doctors gave him like 20% chance of living just because of the amount of injuries he has sustained from that. Um, but it really didn't stop him. Um, he got surgeries, he went um, to like physical therapy basically he went through like a whole rehabilitation for everything and all the injuries he sustained but at seven years old um, he basically found his love for football so he was just messing around one day and he was playing with a football and whenever he like got the football in his hand he said that it basically like sparked a love for football in his heart and from the moment on there it was it was just basically everything was different so his mother um, encouraged him to go for football practices and all of that and even coaches and his mom could see like his work determination was a lot different from everyone else's and even though he had limitations there was like nothing stopping him um, so now he actually just won the jimmy v award for perseverance at the 2020 sb awards um, and he plays for the mesa mesa v junior college um, I actually watched the video that is in the article so you guys will be able to see it. it's from ESPN it's an awesome video because his mom is in the video too it's really cute you can just tell that she's super proud of like who he has become as a man and also how much he has persevered like to be in the position he is today absolutely that's awesome to be recognized on national TV after overcoming so much throughout your life as a parent I can't even imagine what his mom feels like <laughs> beyond inspired by his own child by her Definitely. own child he took his disability and made him work twice as hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you're young, working hard isn't exactly high on most young kids' ideas, more like having fun. That was the one thing, like, playing basketball growing up, I wish I would have practiced twice as hard. And he doesn't have that. Mm -hmm. He just went for it from the jump at seven. Yeah, he was on grind time all the time. Beautiful. I'm excited. I'm honestly excited to watch this video. Uh, I saw a couple like links to it on my social media page, and whenever you said you were going to talk about it today, I didn't want to hear anything until you talked about it, and it's definitely something I'm excited to watch now. So I appreciate you, Michelle. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> we appreciate everyone for listening. Tim, do you have a quote quote? Absolutely. If you're always trying to be normal, you will never know how amazing you can be. That quote was by Maya Angelou. Bars. Thank you for listening. <laughs> We're out. Stay positive.